Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. There are a few times a year that I think are really warranted for getting extra excited about. You all know my love for the autumn season and the changing of the colors of leaves on trees. You all know how I'm a huge fan of Christmas time. There's in early November a time where we get a little note from the city where they say it's okay to use the yard waste dumpster as an extra garbage dumpster. Call it double dumpster day. I get pretty excited about that. But this one is right up there with the greatest of times, and it is Adobe Max. Adobe Max 2022. Just days to focus on getting more creative, learning how to use the Adobe Creative Cloud Suite, uh, getting first access to the new features that are being released on all the apps. So many things to be excited about. Just geeking out over over all of it. It's too much to take in at once. And then you get this time to where you can uh, practice what you've learned. Create little projects. Uh, things for, you know, if I want to continue going more into this digital design career field. And expanding in that with my personal brand. That's awesome. And if I want to stay teaching and stay in education, it's a great way for me to bring in ideas for new projects for my students. So we're not, you know, just in one of those classes where you're always doing the same project. So it's it's ultimate for professional development. It's ultimate for just good old mental health enhancement, you know, time to be creative and to and to make some cool stuff. Just such a great time. I wanted to make a episode about Adobe Creative Cloud. Now, if I was going to make this over all of the sessions that I saw, it would be way too long. I mean, this is through the course of like three days of learning. And each thing that you learn in each session has millions of applications. So I thought I would go through some new features and announcements of Adobe Creative Cloud that I was excited about and maybe share some of my thoughts about some of the Adobe sneaks that they mentioned. So here we go. Well, first of all, the opening ceremonies, the the main speaker, he was in, in front of this big banner, this big graphic for the 40-year anniversary of Adobe. And it was this big timeline. And right behind him was the year 2000. And right next to that 2000 mark, Homestar Runner. Who remembers HomestarRunner.com? With Strong Bad and Strong Sad and Marzi Pan and Coach Z and all those lovable characters. That was the ultimate way to kick it off in my book, seeing Homestar Runner tribute uh, immortalized behind the scenes on that great graphic to start it off. Well, anyway, uh, that's not the only thing I want to talk about. Adobe Sensei. So the artificial intelligence that Adobe has been incorporating into their applications for a while now. And I've had an episode about, you know, like where you can use NVIDIA to create images using artificial intelligence with with photographic realism. 
Um, Adobe is really making it to where artificial intelligence makes the digital designer's job real easy. And I thought to myself, is this Adobe really kind of working themselves out of a job here? Or is this something that's going to replace graphic designers? And I was really glad to hear where they brought this up in their opening talk. And they said they want Adobe Sensei or they want artificial intelligence through their applications to be a co-pilot through all your creative work. Um, there's creatives from all over the world attending this from all sorts of different disciplines. And each has a craft that has certain elements that are really hard to do or take a lot of time to do. And Adobe Sensei and artificial intelligence will make help make these things easier. You still have to have all of the background knowledge that you bring with your creativity and with your training. Uh, you have to know how to do what you want to do in order to make these tricks work for you, if that makes sense. So like in, in math, you can have the world's greatest calculator and the calculator isn't just going to replace you doing the problems. You still have to know how to make that calculator work. You have to know where to find those tools to make those work for you. So that's kind of how I thought that um, Adobe Max kind of explained that to to the masses at this. So uh, that was good to hear. And it is exciting to see just all of the artificial intelligence where you can remove something from an image and it does even better at predicting on what it should uh, be there with. Uh, shadows, incorporating shadows to art into photo manipulations and uh, compositions, all that. It's, it's a lot smarter now. You know, it makes us have work that's more realistic and saves a lot of time and, and just allows us to, to really apply our creativity to projects and not have to worry about um, something not working properly. So that's always a good thing uh, to, to keep in mind. What else was there? Uh, they talk about precision and superpowers. So I thought uh, that was kind of cool to see. Uh, tools to help us be more accurate and things to give us more power. Uh, there's this application called Adobe Express. And I don't use, I hadn't used Adobe Express a whole lot. I thought, why would I use Adobe Express? I love Photoshop. I love Illustrator. Adobe Express has really leveled up during this time uh, with speed and ease. Um, Adobe itself with Adobe Express and through the other applications has really emphasized collaborative creativity. So you like gone are the days where I'm working on a project for someone. Um, I'm making a poster for one of our school activities or something. And I send version one and then they send it. Hey, what if we try this? Okay, I send them version two. Okay, what if we try this? Okay, I make the changes. I send them version three. Yes, that looks great. Okay, so I have version three final. I send them. Oh, can we change one other thing? Version three, final A. Version three, final. You know, you get those long, uh, cumbersome naming of all your files and then trying to remember which one was which. You have like 100 files by the time you're done. And then when um, you need to, if you need to revisit that later, if they want a different version of that poster, you don't even remember where you were. Now you can just give people access to look at your stuff, uh, to give comments on there. That alone just saves a ton of time 
it makes collaboration and getting feedback and, and peer critiques and working with clients so much easier. So the collaboration is going to be huge. That's, that's not just for Photoshop, but for the video editing. Uh, people can give comments and the comments show up with frame accuracy. You know, this scene here, I would like to see recolored. And it shows up right in there. How cool is that? So I thought, you know, speed and ease, collaboration, all those things are great. Um, there's going to be some uh, better tie-ins between Illustrator and InDesign. Uh, so again, like you can share in editing with, with all those as well. Get feedback from others. Um, you don't even have to be logged in or, or have Creative Cloud to do this in some in some cases uh, with Illustrator and Photoshop there's better communication if I create something in Illustrator that is text related I can put it right in Photoshop and the text properties are still there it's it's not in there as a smart object it's not in there as a vector graphic it's actual text that I can manipulate and make those changes to I don't have to go back and make a change to fix a mistake in Illustrator and then bring it into Photoshop Gone are those days. Gone are those days, thankfully. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. In other Illustrator news, the intertwine tool. So where you used to have two elements that are weaving through each other, you would have to either copy the path underneath and paste it over the top, or you would have to uh, cut out a part of your, your other image. There was probably some uh, destructive things happening to your graphic. Now you can select both objects. It gives you a little lasso tool and you select the part you want to hide and, and it hides it. And if you need to resize the part that's, that's weaving through the other part, you can do that and it's like it puts a little mask there. Uh, so it's totally non-destructive. And the intertwine tool, I mean, just to give you an idea of like, you know, most people I talk to about this aren't going to get too excited about the intertwine tool. And then when you watch this thing uh, with these thousands of other people and everybody gasps and people are standing up and cheering, you know, it's like, these are my people. This is the kind of people that you can truly relate to uh, in this case, because most of the most of the rest of the world probably doesn't care. They think it's kind of goofy, but these things really do make a difference. And it's in just thinking of all the the application to it all is so much fun and is so cool. Uh, so those are some things from the opening ceremony. I'm just kind of briefly looking down through my notes here. Uh, the Adobe Express, uh, creating content hubs, um, having them be responsive. So if you make all your elements and and you put it in, it's, it's much better featured with the Adobe uh, CC libraries. So you can bring in your things from your brand. You can uh, create a branding guide in in this where, you know, you make your elements and it says, you know what, this looks pretty good, but it's not my brand colors. Boom, apply brand and it adjusts your fonts accordingly. It adjusts the colors accordingly. Boom, I want this to go to Twitter. All right, it's going to fit in this area of, of more of the landscape. Oh, it's going to go to Instagram. Okay, it's going to fit it in the square. Things are much more responsive. It's very cool. Oh, and now you want to be able to uh, schedule that and and post it from the Adobe Express? Yeah, they have a content like social media scheduler now. 
Um, it's not available for everything, but you can use it for uh, Twitter. You can use it for Instagram. You can use it for Facebook. Uh, you can use it, I think, for LinkedIn. I can't remember 100% uh, if it was for LinkedIn. I believe you can for possibly Pinterest. Uh, TikTok wasn't on there, but there was five elements where where you can schedule it. This is the graphic I want in there. Uh, this is when I want it posted. This is what's going to be the caption for it. That is pretty groundbreaking. And uh, in a world where everybody wants you to have a sub paid subscription, which Adobe does the same thing, you know, but, oh, Microsoft, we want you to get Microsoft 365. Oh, we want you to pay for Adobe for this. We want you to pay for this each month, you know, and then some of those content schedulers, especially if you're not a big corporate, even if you are, you know, you're always looking for ways uh, to save money. Adobe applying this and hopefully growing this even more I think is going to be a huge game changer and Adobe Creative Cloud, um, you know, really saying, hey, this is what we can do. And I think for the people that like to use Canva for their stuff, which Canva has a lot of cool things too, Adobe's kind of setting themselves up now, you know, with Adobe Express and the content scheduler where, you know, Canva is probably going to have some adjustments they're going to have to make to be able to compete with this giant. So that innovation was super cool to see, and and I love all of that. Uh, so Adobe Express, you know, and you can do the videos, you can you can do infographics, uh, logo maker, all sorts of things um, that I still need to go back and and see some of the missed sessions, you know, because you can only go to certain ones at a time. I need to go back and see which ones are on demand because uh, Express, I really want to, that's like a professional goal of mine now. I'm going to start playing around with that a little bit more um, going forward. Okay, so that's kind of the main things from from the opening ceremony, I guess, uh, that I wanted to talk about. And now I'll kind of transition to the big event that they that they finished with. So Adobe Sneaks, where they give some new upcoming things that are not not released now. They're probably not going to be released in you know within the next year. Some of them might. I think one of these is actually. I take that back. But uh, a lot of these are kind of years to come. But it's things for a fan of emerging technology that I get really excited about also. So here's some of the things from Adobe Sneaks that I thought were very cool. Uh, Clever Composites, um, Project Clever Composites allows you to much easier combine elements from one photograph into another. Uh, so like, you know, everybody loves photo manipulating with Photoshop and, and things like that. Uh, and you have to like bring things into it. Uh, with this feature that they're that they were demonstrating there's a picture of a road there's a picture of a car the car is at a slightly different angle they want to bring that car into the picture with the road well it brings it in there it changes the angle a little bit it puts it in scale with everything uh, it puts the shadow underneath it so clever composites i see that being something incorporated into a lot of tools with photoshop um, you know, and, and kind of seeing how much cooler you can make different parts of your images. 
Uh, if you want to bring in a picture of a person who is taken during the day and you have a picture from a campground at night and you bring the person into the night image, uh, it can help auto adjust the lightness and levels and saturation and all that of of the elements. So uh, spending a little less time with those color adjustments and things like that, um, I think is something that could be um, pretty useful in the future of Adobe Photoshop and, and um, Premiere Pro and all those things that deal with visual elements. So that was Clever Composites. Um, the magnetic type I thought was really cool. Uh, there's basically you, in Illustrator, for example, you could have your type in there. Maybe you're going to type in the word dragon, all right? And then let's say you have an illustration you made of a dragon tail and you click it and you bring it over to the letter to the last letter of the word and seamlessly it makes it part of the text. So that way when you transform it, when you edit the text, the, the shape is part of it in there. There was a ton of cool elements with that and as a fan of typography, I thought that was really cool. Um, I just like... I'm really excited about the the possibility of that being entered in for movie posters, for magazine covers, for uh, game art or cover art. All those kind of things are pretty cool. Uh, there's another one where I think it was called Project Instant Ad. Uh, I think it was Instant Ad. Uh, you could bring in text into a video and drop it over the moving character but then it auto masks it behind them uh, you can bring other 3d elements in there and and it tracks with the motion uh, i think another cool example that i saw where the person had a logo um, that they brought into the video and there was a character dancing with a with a t-shirt on and they put the logo on the shirt and then it moved with the fabric and moved with the uh, with the characters. So obviously those are some cool things uh, that you can do with with video uh, in the future that I think would be pretty neat to watch. Um, there was Vector Edge 3D content that they talked about. There was uh, some motion mix type things that they did. Um, there's a project called Project Blink where you can edit videos as if you're editing text and so basically uh, it just kind of takes all of the information uh, from a video and and all the data is sortable and you can search so if there, if I'm watching a 40 minute video and there was a part in there where a person had a backpack and I really like that backpack I could search for the word backpack and it shows up in there um, if the person said something that I really liked, I could search for that phrase and it shows it in there. And if I uh, want to keep just that part of the video, I would just highlight that text. So basically you're editing your videos like a text editor. And I thought, you know, that really makes it much more accessible uh, for people who lack technology skills uh, to where they can still make some impactful storytelling videos and spend less time. Uh, playing around with the tools and getting what they need out of the video. I thought that was kind of cool with it. Um, a lot of things where you bring in 3D elements into a video, like how Adobe can take a, 
uh, still Photoshop and create a full panoramic 3D view to kind of guess what should be in the reflections behind it. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, there was one demonstration in there where you take a video of someone dancing and then you have a, a still photo of you and then you apply this video to it and then it makes your still photograph of yourself, you're dancing the same way that one was. And then the person uh, added a picture of his wife into the photo and then changed up the dance, found a picture of a Santa Claus dancing and put it in there. And then both he and his wife were both um, having like a synchronized dancing routine from still images. Like, How cool is that? And how fun can that be? And how scary can it be also if you think about that? Um, that was pretty neat to see with that as well. There's so many mind-blowing things uh, that are you could only dream about. And they are making them work uh, with their developers and their engineers at Adobe. And just some of the smartest people and most innovative and creative people on the planet working for that company and having these things made for us. Um, there was another example where if you take like three photos or a couple photos of a person, uh, this, uh, the demonstrator had a photo of someone who was at his house sitting in a chair in three different positions. And then Adobe made it into like a full 360 3D scene. And that was freaky. You know, it guessed what the other side of the person's face looked like. It guessed what was uh, else around in the room. And you could tilt the camera angle to see what was going on and it was crazy and if that wasn't enough uh he then found like an artist uh where like they had a sketch of a person a different person you know just like a drawing style and you could apply that as a filter um take elements from that and it would analyze that sketch and then it applied the the artist's style in that picture to the entire 3d scene so you can see what it would look like if that person was sketched in paper but still in a 3d view if that makes sense uh, if somebody made a painting with a whole bunch of tiny dots you know you could apply that to it and then you'd see the whole thing as if it was made in tiny dots so just mind-bending things that really made me excited for the future of all of this and just thinking of how it can apply uh, to to all the stuff you make I mean just mind-blowing so adobe max 2022 that's some of the things that was just coming out and some things that are on the horizon um, i'm sure through my podcast in the in the near future and throughout this next year there will be bits and pieces whereas i learn about these new tools that have been released um, i'll be sharing them with all with you to let you know any successes that i've had with them or any pitfalls to avoid and if if you were a fan of adobe max or if you were reading some of the articles out there and uh, you see something that looks interesting that you're wanting to know more about shoot me a message you can uh, find all my contact stuff on my website codepeterson.com find me on twitter instagram tiktok uh, linkedin anywhere at code peterson uh, p-e-t-e-r-s-e-n and you know i'd love to you know help teach you about things that you're more interested about with all this so 
It's a great time to be a digital designer, a graphic designer, a content creator, uh, someone just who loves being creative with digital tools. So let's let's embrace it and take off running and learning all about it that we possibly can. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, Code Peterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.